Welcome to Paranormal Night Shift, your home for all things that go bump in the dark and your fan stories told here. Today's story comes from Billy and is a classic tale of the little boy and the witch. The outskirts of a very small town, there was a dark and dilapidated house. It was said to be the house of the witch, and the villagers avoided it at all cost. One day, a boy named Billy was playing in the woods when he came too close to the witch's house. He heard strange noises coming from the house inside. He was curious, and it got the best of him. He snuck to the house to peer through the windows. Inside the house, Billy could see the witch. She was wearing a long black cloak. Her eyes seemed to be glowing reddish-yellow. She seemed to be in some sort of trance and continued to chant words that Billy did not know. Absolutely terrified, he turned to run, but the witch saw him. She cackled with glee and reached her hand out as a mist shot out of her hand and it wrapped itself around Billy. He tried to scream, but there was no sound to come out. The witch dragged Billy into her house and slammed the door shut. Billy struggled and he kicked, but the witch was way too strong and powerful. She dragged him down into her dungeon and locked him inside of a cage. Billy was scared and he was alone. He did not know what the witch was going to do to him. He tried to call out for help, but no one could hear him. The next day, Billy's parents knew that he was missing. They had searched the village and the woods, but they could not find him. He even heard his parents knocking on the door, speaking to the witch, but somehow, some way. His parents could not hear him. He screamed, knowing that this could be it, that this was the end. He was heartbroken. The witch would come down and feed him water and bread, trying to get him fat for whatever plans she had had. The witch would go to her cauldron and mix together potions. She would pour them into a glass and force them down Billy's throat. As she began to chant spells over and over again, Billy watched in horror as the witch would transform, her skin turning green and gray, her hair turning black, and her eyes glowing with a large red tint. It's like her fingernails and her teeth would grow and become sharper. She became a hideous monster the more that Billy drank the potion. Billy decided he knew he had to escape. No matter what, he was going to fight the witch, but he was become so weak he knew that he was not going to be able to fight her all by himself. He had no power, and she was growing stronger by the minute. The more that she would force him to drink this potion, the more he felt the life coming out of him. She came to feed Billy that morning. Billy waited for her to open the cage door, and he kicked and screamed and scratched his way out, fighting every little bit. Billy was gouged and, and scratched, the witch was way too strong, but Billy somehow managed to throw her into the cauldron and he somehow managed to open the door and run as much as he could, but she was following him. He screamed into the woods and ran as she chased him right on his heels. He could see the edge of town. He screamed as loud as he could, the witch right there. Once she saw the lights of the town, she stopped as well, knowing that she could not go in there. It would surely be her demise and her end. Billy crawled his way into town to his house and fell right there on the doorstep, his parents picking him up. He was bruised and battered after his captors, but they never could get back to the house. Billy told his parents, but they could never find the witch's house again. She had grown too powerful and somehow had disappeared into the night, but she left Billy with scars up and down his back. This 
is why you should always listen to your grandparents. That's the way my grandpa told this story, right? All these stories come back from legend. My grandfather, named Billy, would tell this story almost every Halloween. It was his way of explaining the scars that he had up and down his back. He said when he was a child, he was attacked by the witch. That's how he got the scars. And I love good stories like this. These stories definitely become the stories that we tell our kids. And, and, and they're fun, and they're entertaining. But there's a level of truth behind it. No one knows how Billy's grandfather's got, got his scars other than Billy's grandfather. But isn't the story fun to tell? I've had a lot of people recently come in, and they question the paranormal, and they say that the stories that we do are not real, they're told, and they're made up. But what, what difference does it make? They're fun to tell, and they're entertaining. If you have a fun story that your grandparents used to tell you, I'd love to tell it for the world. Please send it in to Paranormal Night Shift, and we look forward to telling your stories. Now, my grandfather got his scars in Vietnam from scrap metal on a grenade that took out majority of his friends. And he said to me that sometimes the truth is far scarier than the made-up story. So why not just enjoy the story? I think that's how these stories originate. I think that's how these stories started getting told. As kids, we tell these stories and, and, and laugh and have fun with them. And I think it's because we know that reality is far scarier than anything we could make up.